0: Coming up on today's episode of the Ignited Life Broadcast. So don't you
1: give up on that son. He's been destined for good works. Don't you give up on that marriage. It's been destined for something good. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are thoughts of good and not evil to give you yours expected end. Merry Christmas this morning. God's got something good for you. I'm destined for good. The end of this thing, it's gonna be good. Welcome
0: to the Ignited Life Broadcast with Carl Terrell Turner. We pray that you will have a true encounter with God Receive practical teaching that will encourage and lift your faith, and that you'll experience the unconditional love of Jesus. So, open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word.
1: Well, welcome to the Ignited Life podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and tuning in to this week's podcast, which is actually the very last podcast of 2022. Can you believe that? Man, time does go by so quickly, and we're about to turn the page on one year and begin another year. And I'm so very excited for that. So today, got something very special for you. It is, had the honor and the great privilege of actually preaching a Christmas Day service at our church. And so, um, wanted to share that with you. It is the five gifts of Christmas. And whether it's Christmas, whether it's St. Patrick's Day, I believe these five things you can apply to your life, you can take and hear and get blessed by. And so hear that, but before we begin, uh, I just wanted to take a few moments to uh, ask you to go ahead and make sure you are um, following me and connecting with me on social, anywhere it's at myignitedlife or at Terrell Turner. Facebook's gonna be at the Terrell Turner and uh, make sure you are uh, subscribed to those uh, channels I'll be posting content much more consistently during the year. Uh, Always go ahead and go ahead and subscribe and like this podcast, however you're listening, whatever medium you're listening on. It just helps the podcast rank higher so other people like yourself can find it. So please do that for me. I would greatly appreciate it. Or just copy, share that link, and send it to a friend, a cousin, a family member, or anyone like that. If you would... pray and maybe the Lord will lead on your heart to support this ministry and give you financial gift before the close of the year or the beginning of the year, go to Terrell Turner.com. It's also ignitedlife.org at the very top, click that gift link and the cash app is at ignited my ignited life. So thank you so, so very much looking forward to some new resources coming up, a devotional. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for some Facebook lives, some IG lives, some more resources, just so excited about what God's going to do in this new year, what's going to do through you, in you, and for you. So thank you so much for your continual partnership. I look forward to 2023. And with that, let's go now to my message from this past Christmas, the five gifts of Christmas. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Somebody say Christmas. Christmas. So that word Christmas, what's the first word we see in there? Christ. I got it. Christ. That last part, that suffix of Christmas is mas. How many of y'all took Spanish in high school? Y'all remember, we got one, two. What does mas mean? More. So we got more Christ, amen? Christmas is all about Jesus, y'all. I said Christmas is all about Jesus. And we've come to magnify Jesus and lift Jesus up. People going back and forth online, well, I'm gonna be at church, well, our church not having church. we had Christmas Eve, I'm gonna be at home. It wouldn't be a church, it wouldn't be home without Jesus. Amen. There would be no gifts, wouldn't be no heat, wouldn't be no car. None of that would be Jesus. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's the air that we breathe, He's the reason why we're living. So I know a lot of people like gifts, so Jesus brought us some gifts today. I'm gonna walk you through some of these gifts. Make sure I go in order, and I'm gonna talk to you about some about some gifts that Jesus brought us for Christmas. Y'all ready for that? All right. This first gift is we have salvation, the gift of salvation. Go with me to the book of John, chapter three and verse sixteen. Now, the one thing that'll be different today is just I'm gonna move at a quicker pace. So I'm gonna start reading scriptures, okay? John chapter three and then verse 16. For here, in the passion, for here is the way God loved the world. He gave his only unique son as a gift. Somebody say gift. Gift. Well, what is a gift? See, there's a difference. A gift is uh, not just something that you give away. A gift has a motive behind it. A gift has intent. You know, some people say, well, it's not the thought, it's not the gift that matters, it's the, it's the thought. Y'all heard that one before? But we get to see how much you really think about us on this time of the year, don't we? You know, y'all, y'all know we get them flea market trinkets and, you know, what am I gonna do with a black elf popcorn maker, you know? I thought about you when I saw this. You could have kept that thought to yourself, you know? But God said he was ever mindful of us and so because he had you on his mind, he said, I'm gonna give you something special and my gift to you is gonna be my one and only begotten son. I'm gonna give you what costs me the most. I'm gonna give you what matters to me the most. And so now everyone who believes in him, in Jesus, will never die, will never perish, but experience everlasting life. The gift of salvation, Romans chapter 10 and verse nine, He says there, but if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This is how we know you and I have been born again. If anybody ever asks you, how do you know you're saved? You ought to be able to say, well, according to the word of God in Romans 10 10 and 9, I believed in my heart and I confess with my mouth. That's how I know I'm born again. But he says there's something very, very important. I want to uh, call out this word thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus. Many of us know him today as Savior, but do you know him today as Lord? See, Lord is a master, Lord is one who rules over you. Lord is someone to whom you are subject to. And in this ministry where we lead you into uh, the sinner's prayer, we'll have you say, I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my master, and as my savior. Yes, he picked me up out of the muck, out of the miry clay. Yes, he, he, he set my foot upon a rock, but now I, I need to submit to him as Lord. Because in 2022, this generation thinks that they are Lord. And I run this, and who runs the world? Girls run the world, and, and I'm a boss being, I'm a CEO, and I got this running, and I'm hustling, and every day I got this, and we're not running anything. Don't get it twisted. If God were ever to forget about you, you couldn't wake yourself up. You couldn't do this on your own power had it not been for God. Had it not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be today? I wouldn't be here, I promise you that. It's because of his love and tender mercies that we are not consumed, the Bible says. My dad was preaching a few weeks ago and he said, I am making a quality decision. Somebody say quality decision. He said, going into 23, I'm not doing anything or making any decisions that I have not heard God speak to me. Yes. That'll save you a lot of time. Yes. That'll save you a lot of effort. Yes. That'll save you a lot of money. Yes. That'll save you a lot of heartache yes. when we check in with Father God first. Yes. Yes. That he is Lord. Yes. Yes. See, now I've, I've learned me a good lesson. I'm gonna take it a step further. I'm vetting everything in 23. Oh well, uh, can, can we meet for lunch? Uh, where? Who gonna be there? Who else gonna be there? What time do you wanna meet? What time is it ending? Who's paying? What you wanna talk about? Is there anything else you wanna talk about? Ain't gonna be no surprises in my life in 23. Well, let me get permission from the Holy Spirit and I'll get back with you. Jesus is Lord, we can't make decisions on our own and we're just jumping out and doing things but we have to check in first because The Bible says you are bought with the price in 2 Corinthians chapter six. You are not your own. And though salvation is the free gift, the only thing it requires is your submission to Jesus as Lord. You don't have to do anything for this free gift. There's no qualifiers for this. I hear people saying, well, I gotta get my life right. I gotta wait till I get some things in the way. No, Jesus will take you just like you are. He'll receive you exactly where you are. And he'll take you unto himself. So Jesus is Lord. I said, Jesus is Lord. Yes. Today we go to the church we want to, pick the pastor we want to. We'll bounce around online and go to the three different services and they like I don't like that worship song, let me see what they are singing over here. I don't like that one, let me see what he preaching. And we're just all over, and there's no accountability. I got quiet, no accountability. It's still Christmas, no accountability. But Jesus is Lord. He'll show you where to go. He will, you will bloom where you are planted. He will give you a man of God. He will give you a woman of God. He knows the thoughts that are, and, and the plans that are for you. He, he designed you, he made you. So why not submit and, and, and follow the one who knows all things for your life? They say, well, we have to, you know, we, had a, we gotta reach the youth and we gotta change some things. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God said, I am the Lord, I don't change. Somebody said we need a new gospel, that's not in the Bible, give me reference in verse for that. But the Bible sets free, whom the Son has set free is what? Free, free. indeed. So, uh, what would happen if we didn't try to be like the world? What would happen if we didn't compromise? But well, we don't speak in tongues, so we don't want to offend people, and well, we don't we don't lay hands because you know sometimes they might not understand. Jesus didn't do none of that. Right. Yes, he went to the people. Yes. yes, he went right to where they were. But what did he do? He healed the sick, yes. he cast out devils, yes. and he loosed the oppressed. Yes. And he said, Now you go and do the same. Right. Paul and Silas were so bold in their faith, they were so radical in their love for Jesus that they began to preach and teach the word so much so, it got them in jail. And when they were put in prison, they didn't cry. They didn't say, oh, we need to be silent. No, they said, we need to get more loud. We need to be, be more bold. And they were so radical in their faith that the earth responded to their praise. And the jail shook and the earth began to quake. And that same man who put him in prison fell on his knees and said, what must I do to be saved? what would happen if the church now didn't close our mouth but opened up our mouths and arise and shine for our light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon me. I shared with my dad a few days ago, I said, did you know? And he already knew, but I said, did you know that uh, it's only 3% of American population is LGBTQ? Did you know that? Only 3%? And they are pushing this agenda so much you can't see a movie, you can't eat popcorn without seeing two men or two women? Three percent, people, three percent. Zero point three identify as transgender. And we got laws being passed about bathrooms. Sixty-five percent of Americans say they're Christians. Now what would happen? We would change this overnight. We ought to own everything. We need to be in the government. We need. We own the world because God owns the world. But we've, we've silenced ourselves. And I know we got eggnog and I know we got silent night, but I'm talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We can't get so sidetracked. We lose our focus on what this time was all about. I know we got the three wise men. I'm talking about the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the Prince of Peace. I know we got gifts, but he is the greatest gift. And he said, "Come unto me, all you that are laboring and heavy laden. I shall give you rest." It's all about Jesus. In fact, can I teach y'all something? In fact, Christmas is not a pagan holiday. Christmas came on the scene as a result of the early church wanting to evangelize the world. Way back, first and second century, there was the Roman Empire, we had, we had emperors. And they would celebrate what's called some holidays and they had uh, Sol Invictus and Saturnalia. Saturnalia and Sol Invictus. This happened around December the 21st. We just had winter solstice and that's the shortest day of the year. And they would celebrate this because it's the shortest day of the year and from now on, days begin to get a little bit longer. And they were celebrating because it means that winter is going to come to an end. And then we can, we can plant corn, we can plant our crops and harvest them again. They were on the Julian calendar. We are on the Gregorian calendar. So Julian, it would have been December the 25th. Now in the third century, the emperor Constantine, Constantine became a believer. And he ended the persecution of the church. And so now the church came up and they began to be able to be bold in their faith without fear of being stripped and put in jail. And they went into these synagogues and they went to the pagan temples and they began to convert people to Jesus. They began, the Bible says, turn the world upside down. And so during this time of the year when everybody was celebrating these two festive holidays, they had holly, they had uh, the candles in the windows and I mean, they were doing some crazy stuff. They wanted to win them. And so there was a man by the name of Sextus Julius, and he said, well, we believe that the date of creation was March 25th. That's when we believe that light came into the world, that God spoke and that there be light. I mean, March 25th is a wonderful day to be born. That's my born day, y'all. And so as a way to say, hey, well, we wanna celebrate this and we wanna get people to know who Jesus is, they said, well, his, 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 uh, his, uh, he, was, he wasn't born on March 25th, he was conceived March 25th, and so nine months later would be December 25th. Yes. So from this moment forward, every time you hear Christmas, I told you it's a more Christ. Yes. Remember, it is an evangelistical outreach to win people to Jesus. Amen. You will never see Christmas again and not be reminded that Jesus has you the great commission to go into the world and preach to God. I'm mess your Christmas up now, because when you hear Christmas, that means go tell someone about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Let's go to gift number two. All right, everybody love opening gifts, don't they? Well, if you don't, give me yours then I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, this second gift here is the gift of, what we got? The gift of faith. Yes. Go to, uh, e- let me see here, Ephesians chapter 2, 7 through 10. Ephesians chapter 2, 7 through 10 from the Passion. Oh, no, hang on, hang on. Is that right? we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> Ephesians 2, 7 through 10. Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of, of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness. We are to be the visible display. I just talked to you about that. You are born, you are destined to put on display visually who Jesus is. The Bible says we are ambassadors of Christ. We represent him here on the earth. That's why I look like royalty because I'm putting on display who Jesus is. That's why I smile because I'm putting on display who Jesus is. That's why I hug you because I'm putting on display who Jesus is. See, this ain't got nothing to do about you. I'm in your life because God told me to be here. I'm loving on you because God told me to love on you today. Be a visible display of who Jesus is, of his infinite limitless riches, of his grace and kindness which was showered upon us by Jesus Christ. Every day I can get a shower of his love. Every day I get a shower of peace. Every day I get a shower of joy. So if you start stinking a little bit from the world, you can get a shower in the word of God every single day. His word says, his mercies are new every morning. Every day he has something new and fresh for you. But it must be received freely and willingly. He says in verse eight, for by grace you have been saved by faith nothing you did could ever earn this salvation there it is it was the what the love gift (laughs) the love gift from god that brought us to jesus so no one will ever be able to boast for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving I don't earn anything. You don't have to earn salvation. Salvation isn't based upon how many good songs you can sing or what your title is. Salvation isn't how long you've been sitting in the pew or whether your name is on the window or not. Salvation is, is Jesus Lord of your life. There's no qualifiers for salvation just to believe. It's not the color of your skin uh-oh, or the texture of your hair. See, that'll blow up that theory. And that doctrine, salvation isn't for a select group of people, whosoever will, let him come. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear the voice, not white people or black folk, if any man, I will open the door and come unto him. See, everything we need is in the Bible. We don't have to be duped, we don't have to get tricked because everything we need is really plain and simple. It's really easy, y'all. And there's so much stuff, everybody with a cell phone, got YouTube, got Instagram, everybody got a platform, and everybody's got something to say, and you know, nothing scripturally laced. No accountability, no structure. My dad was sharing about there's very few fathers, and there are few fathers because there are few sons, and there are few daughters, and few people willing to submit and willing to learn. I started serving in this ministry when I was 13, playing the keyboards, my dad would take me, for, to keyboard lessons. I won't even count those years. I graduated 20 years ago this month from college. He brought me on staff at this ministry 20 years ago. I've been serving for 20 years. I'm still learning. Yes. Amen. Still learning. Amen. And we got people six months, one year, just a yaggity-yagging, putting stuff up online, just showing, and everybody for hearts and likes and shares, but nothing has reference and verse I had the song on the radio and it hit me. Mary, did you know that your baby boy? Yes, she knew. Goofy, the angel told her. The angel told her that the son you carry is going to be the savior of the world. We got all this stuff. It's got good Bible things, but no reference in verse. See all this stuff is gonna pass away. All this stuff we chasing Gucci bags and Gucci belts and and snapping all that stuff we all this stuff gonna blow up and burn away. None of us gonna be here. All the gifts you get today, it won't be here. That car you know, in the it, it won't be here. But you know what will be here? The word of Almighty God. That's what's gonna remain forever. So while you breaking your neck trying to get another piece of coin, God is saying, search for what never, never, ever ends. What doesn't go away? Lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where moth and rust and dust can't corrupt it. Verse 10, for we became his poetry, a recreated people, a recreated people. I've been recreated, glory to God. He has made me new, praise God. He has changed my way of thinking. He has changed my way of believing. He has changed my way of receiving. Glory be, I am recreated. Why? So that you can fulfill the destiny he has given each and every one of you in this building today. For we are joined, to Jesus, we heard that expression, they are joined at the hip, y'all heard that before? We are joined to Jesus. Think about Siamese twins. They, they can't be separated because one can't live without the other. I said, I can't do it without Jesus. You can take everything else away, but whatever you do, don't take the Holy Ghost away from me, David said. I can do without my mama. I love her. I can do it with my daddy. I love him, but please don't take away the Holy Ghost because he's all that I need. He is the air that I breathe. His holy presence living in me. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. You were destined for good works. I said you were destined for good works, glory be to God. Shout I'm destined for good works. So don't you give up on that son, he's been destined for good works. Don't you give up on that daughter, she's been destined for good works. Don't you give up on that marriage, it's been destined for something good. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are thoughts of good and not evil, to give you your expected end. Merry Christmas this morning. God's got something good for you. Merry Christmas this morning. God's got greater for you. God's got greater for you. You've been destined before you were formed in your mother's belly. God said, that's good right there. That's good right there. That's good right there. That's good right there. there." Hallelujah. I'm destined for good, the end of this thing, baby. It's gonna be good. It might look, not look like it right now, but it's good. (laughs) Ha ha. Hallelujah. Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Don't get frustrated with how it looks right now. It ain't over. It ain't over. You've been destined for good. So sometimes around the holidays, people start getting sad. holding their head down, because some of the enemy may try to harass you, some past pain, some past trauma. You might miss a family member. I come to break you loose today. God has destined you for good works. And I'm gonna remind you about the one who sticks closer than the brother, who'll never leave you, never forsake you. So hold your head up today and allow the love of God to heal you from anything that would try to harass you during this time of the year said, God loves you. Jesus loves you, praise God. Go to Romans chapter 12, verse three, Romans 12, verse three, I'm gonna read this out of the living Bible. So I think they gotta put the King James up, so it's okay. It says there in the living translation, Romans 12 and three, as God's messenger, I give each of you God's warning. Be honest in your estimate of yourselves. Measure your value by how much faith God has given you. King James says, for God has given to every man the measure of faith. See, the gift God gave you was the energizer battery in that toy. Uh, my my parents get Jaden, he loves dinosaurs, and his big old, you know how grandparents do, they give your kids toys? <laughs> and they make all that noise? <laughs> and they send the toy home with you? We got one of them. And it's a little dinosaur. <laughs> it's a little dinosaur. <laughs> and he just let it play over and over. Don't you get tired of that? But anyway, (laughs) so he'll leave it on and the batteries will run out and the toy can't operate without the battery. We pulled up today in the church, he said, Daddy, don't forget to get my AAA batteries for my dinosaur. (laughs) You know, kids will remind you about stuff real quick. So faith is your battery for that gift of salvation. It enables you to operate here on the earth. God said, I'm gonna give you what you need. Yes. And it is a measure of faith. Yes. Now what you do with your faith and what you do with your measure, I'm gonna leave that up to you. Yes. I like it in unto some Play-Doh. My, my children will have Play-Doh and it, it'll start with uh, a, a little small ball in the canister. Yes. But as you begin to play with it and mold it and you know, do a little spaghetti noodle, it'll stretch. Yes. And now it becomes more than that little ball. Faith, ladies and gentlemen, is a great weapon. Yeah. Faith is a way of life. See, we too far gone for you to start talking, trying to say faith doesn't work or there's something new going on. No, faith works. We're in this dome today. We're in, the, we're in this building edifice as a result of faith. Yeah. The spoken word of Almighty God. You are here today as a result of the spoken word of Almighty God. So this Christmas, I'm encouraging you. Begin to exercise your faith. Take your faith to its next level. Take your faith to a new level as we go into 23. Pastor said Sunday as he closed, he was was doing an offering. He said, why don't you just see what God will do? Why don't you just step out and see how much power is in that miraculous hand of God? (laughs) Just try him. Just see. Just step out and see. Over and over again as a child, I I watched my parents step out and do things without resources, without support, without phone calls, without a bank, without, they stepped out because they believed the word of almighty God. You're waiting on qualifiers and you're waiting on certain things to happen. And God is, all he's saying is, I just need you to believe me. Mary said, according to your word, go ahead and let it be done. I know this thing is impossible, but go ahead and let it be done because I believe the report of the Lord. Praise God. All right, verse, gift number three. It leads me right into it. This one's not glowing too much. It's the gift of the supernatural. The gift of the supernatural, praise God. Luke chapter one, verse 37, I was actually just talking about it. This is the angel, Gabriel, talking to Mary. The angel said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. And this holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. And look, your cousin, she's conceived in her old age, and she's in her second trimester. So we are gonna have this baby. For with God, verse 37, nothing shall be impossible. Everything about God is supernatural, including the birth of Jesus. And I'm reminding you in this Christmas morning to begin to walk in the supernatural. Stop leaning on your own understanding. Stop leaning on your natural and trying to figure out how I'm going to do this or how this is gonna get done, or if I do this, then I can do that, and God is saying, hey, hey, there's a force you've been rubbed on, you've been smeared on, and it's called yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God. So every day we wake up saying, all right, Holy Ghost, who is it today? Who do I pray for today? Who am I laying hands on today? Who am I ministering to today? Who's the artist sexist today? You are supernatural. You are not normal. Nothing about you is supposed to be normal. When you look at your car, that's supernatural. My house, that was supernatural. These clothes, that's supernatural. How I'm living, that's supernatural. This ministry, supernatural. My money, supernatural. It's supernatural power of Almighty God. Well, how'd he get that car? I I, I don't know. Supernatural. You hating on the supernatural. He think he's something in there with them them shoes. the supernatural. I just decided to yield to the supernatural power of God and it's accessible to everyone who will believe, everyone who will receive. You are supernatural beings. It's time for us to get back, church. I hear him saying, right, get back to going to the hospitals and laying hands on the sick. It's time to get back to going to the nursing homes and loosing those, those people. It's time to get back to praying around the flagpole at our schools and, and praying for our teachers and being light set upon a hill that cannot be hit. You are supernatural. Shout, I'm supernatural. I'm apostolic. I am prophetic. You believe that? You believe that? time for to get those gifts working on the inside of you. And we're so focused on nine to five and I got to get to work and you know, I got to get this report turned in and yes. i got to end this email right quick and Holy Spirit's trying to say, hey, 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 she needs, she needs some prayer. Hey, you got an Advil? I got a headache. Oh, let me look at my purse. No, let me, can I, you mind if I pray for you? You mind if I, because I guarantee you, it'll, it'll leave if I pray for you. See, I got confidence in my God. He's the one that answers by fire. I said, see, why why they hate hate Christians so much is because our God is real. Y'all said that kind of half-hearted. You ain't never heard no Muslim say, I was sick in my body and I prayed to Allah and the pain left. Anybody heard that? You ain't never heard no no person say, "I I was five months behind in my bills and I went into my room and put my prayer uh, mat down and I meditated for five days and the bill was paid. You ever heard that testimony? But I have heard someone say I was driving on the, on the highway and an 18-wheeler came into my lane and I said, Jesus, ha <laughs> ha, hey! And the angel moved the car away. I, I've heard the testimony, I was in the operating room and I coded, but I had a praying mama in the, in the waiting room and she began to pray and the Holy Ghost said, I came, I came to, I've heard that testimony. See, our God is the one who's real. He shows himself strong. His hand is mighty. His power is great. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. He is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Lord. <laughs> He's got the power. Muhammad doesn't have the power. Congress ain't have the power. Jesus has the power. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, let's get to move on. We're going to wrap it up here soon. I like this one. This gift here is, it was free. It's the gift of a new nature. The gift of a new nature. Go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. I think it's in the King James, if you're following along. Ephesians 2, chapter 1. <clears throat> he says there, and you have be quickened who were dead in sins, or dead in trespasses, rather, and sins. That word quickened, the amplified translates it, uh, made alive. It's in the Greek. He made you alive because you were dead. Yes. And, and before, before you met God, before you met Jesus, you were walking after the world. See, we we have a change of direction now. And what the world is pursuing, that's not our pursuit. I said what the world's pursuing, that's not your pursuit today. You have a new course. Y'all seen them bumper stickers, God is my co-pilot. Well, he should be the pilot, but you know. I understand what they're trying to say. (laughs) Verse four, God who is rich in mercy for his great love loved us, that while we were dead in sins have made us alive together in Jesus. For grace you have been saved and have raised us up together and made us sit in heavenly places. I told you all that we are recreated beings. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 17, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. So how you sound should be different now. How you look should be different. Well, God knows my heart. He don't, he don't judge me by what I wear. He, he, he receives me. He does, he does. And the thing is, he do know your heart. That's the problem. You're trying to do your own thing. When you see a Muslim, you know that's a Muslim. When I see you, I should see you, not because of what's on the outside of you, but because what's on you, something different. I can't count the times people have come by my parents' house or come in this building, they say, something something different in here. Something about you. And that should be everyone's testimony because there's light in your eyes, there's light that shine, not Vaseline, not cocoa butter, but that anointing, that, that, that Jesus, that Holy Spirit that's on you. That now people are coming to you like that jailer did and just getting next to you because there's something different about you. You're always smiling, you're never complaining. See, we don't act the course of this world. For be ye translated by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that perfect and acceptable will of God. Because ye are gods. Yes. All right, let's bring this to a close. this is last gift here, and then I'll be finished. <clears throat> this last gift. This is the most powerful one. They all-powerful, I pray, but this is, yeah, this is the gift of God's love. Yes. Thank you Jesus. Yes. Turn to First John chapter four and verse seven. I'll read this from the Passion. As those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you. Yes. You are a fountain of God's love. Yes. Yes. I'm just pause right there because that's, that's enough right there. You can continually pour. The Bible says it is God's love. He says that his love has been shut and brought in our hearts through him by the Holy Ghost. The scripture says herein is love revealed. So true love was that God gave his only son and then gifted you that same love. Listen to that. The same love that God has that allowed him to give Jesus now lives in you. So now you have the capacity to love any person through any situation. So now I want you to remember that you are a love vessel. The only way God can love them is through you. So many times we'll say, well, you don't know what they did and you don't know what they said. I've been there, you don't know how they made me, and it's all about self. Been there, been there. Angry, upset, done dirty, been there. But I'm looking at, I'm looking at self. You can never be taken advantage of why? Because it's God's love. I'm not, I'm not loving you because when you're looking for them to give you something in return, you are going to be disappointed every time. And we get all jacked up in our emotions and upset because we were looking for them to give us something back and we weren't doing it for God because he's the paymaster. See, when you show up because God told you to show up, you know where the credit is going to come from. But we, I did this. I gave him a gift. I gave him a gift. For, he ain't give me nothing. He ain't give me nothing. I gave him five things, and he asked for that. Cause you, get, you was doing it for you to get credit. Yes. Yes. Holy Ghost, do I get this for him? See, Jesus, the Lord. Yes. Do, do, do I spend this for him? Cause now, if you, when you do it for God, cause God told you to, yes. you know where the reward is coming from. And when He says thank you, when He says well done, when He says good job. Now I can smile. Cause KuShites ain't gonna say thank you. Cushites will take that uh, $500 and say, okay, thank you. Might not say thank you. Now you all mad, I can't believe that. I felt pastor right there. (laughs) I can't believe that so-and-so took my $500 and then say thank you all the stuff I done did for him. He says, you are a fountain. You let love flow continually. That's one lesson that I am still learning. That My pastor, our, our pastor has teaching me is how to love people. I've gone to the bank. Watched them pull out money. Heard phone calls. Hey, dad. Hey, brother. You brother now, because we ain't heard you in two years. And now, now we got titles. And blessed and helped and loved with nothing in return. But he can sit and smile because it was as unto the Lord. And see, when you start operating like this, that's who's the paymaster. That's who's writing the checks. Yes. And so you may have some haters when you drive up in something, or you got a, got a new, I won't say a new man, cause you, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because God's paying you. He, he, he's the one keeping score. He's the one keeping tally. Right. He's the one saying, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. God is so pleased with your display of love, God is so well pleased with you. He is so pleased with your demonstration of the love of God day in and day out, year in and year out with nothing in return. God says, my son, Carl, with whom I am well pleased. God says my, my, my son, my daughter, Michelle, my, my son, Carl Jr. With whom I'm well pleased. Will you be a love vessel? Yeah. Will you be a fountain of love to flow through? Yeah. Or will you get stopped because it gets cold outside? Yeah. And it gets icy? Will that fountain of love start drying up? <laughs> Praise God. I pray you receive something today. Yeah. I'm finished.
0: Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you were uplifted, encouraged, and challenged in your faith and will share this resource with friends and family. You can find and connect with us on social platforms at The Ignited Life. You can also find great resources and content to fuel your everyday life. Visit our website, ignitedlife.org today. And while there, if today's message touched you and you'd like to support this ministry financially in reaching the lives of others just like you, click the give link at ignitedlife.org. We thank you. And please join us again for the Ignited Life broadcast. And remember, your best days are ahead. Help this resource get in front of more people by subscribing and rating the podcast. So please take a few moments to do so. Thank you.